a Pulp MX Network production. With your support of our sponsors, we have reached over 800 podcasts and counting. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, support your moto addiction by buying from our sponsors. It's the Steve Mathis Show on RacerX.com. Presented by Fox Racing. The original moto podcast. Featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the MotorcycleSuperstore.com RacerX podcast, presented by our folks at Fox Racing. Uh, if you type in PB-Pulp16 when you go to MotorcycleSuperstore.com, you can save. And uh, they'll ship to Canada, and uh, this is what drives uh, them. They're the latest place to get uh, the, the, the gear and parts and accessories that you need. And uh, whatever your passion, they've got the gear to keep you on the tracker trail safely and in style. Over 700 trusted brands. Top Jimmy Albertson and uh, and Josh Osby and Kyle Cunningham are on the Motorcycle Superstore Suzuki team. 2017 Fox gear is now in that, that Kenny Rocks and the Pro Circuit team have been wearing. And uh, Fox Racing, foxhead.com. Uh, they're also presenting sponsor of this podcast. If, you, if your dealer doesn't have Fox, go to another dealer because they should have Fox. Fox Racing, Foxhead.com. We thank those guys for uh, coming on the show as well. And uh, again, so uh, it's been a good uh, wrap, good series up in Canada. We're going to do a wrap up podcast here uh, um, of what we uh, thought was going to happen, what really did happen in MX1, MX2. And, uh, and with me, like we were in the preview podcast, with me up, Atlas Bryce, Ryan the New Flockart. What's up, Noof? Hey man, thanks for having me. Made the cut once again. Yeah, atlasbrace.com. Uh, we were thinking <laughs> of getting rid of you, but you did make it by the slimmest of margins. So, congrats. Yeah, yeah. I just never know when it's going to be over for me. So well, the, think, a- uh, the axe is kind of hanging over your head, trust me. <laughs> um, only, we're only doing this because Jimmy Albertson's on the Superstore team and you, you once wrenched for Jimmy. Drove the truck, not wrench. You never did wrench for him? I thought you did both. Okay. Um, All right. A little bit, but he not can much. barely walk that year. Oh, I know. Wrench? I know. Uh, that voice is guaranteedmx.com's Ryan Gold. What's up, Goldie? Hey, not much. Thanks again for having me. And I, I thought your interest should have been a little bit better. Like former Transcan Dominator Noof now crushed mm-hmm. uh, and maybe retiring once again. Ryan yeah. Lockhart out with Brace. Yeah, you know what? I should have done that. You're right. That's actually perfect. <laughs> so we're, let's talk about that a little bit. I was just in Walton, as were, as were you two guys, and uh, I went up for the day after Bud's Creek to check it out. It's a Walton Transcan race. It was its own standalone race this year, and we'll get into that a little bit. But, but Noof, you, you literally had uh, how many Moto Street going in? Thirteen. Thirteen Moto wins in a row at Walton Transcan in the vet class. Yep. And how many did you well, win this I year, Noof? count youth, too, Noof. Give me a new youth. Yeah, I didn't win any this year, and I wasn't even close to winning any this year. And it's not good. I'm just, I'm not over it yet. It's a couple of days after the fact, and I'm still uh, just not feeling this whole thing. Not feeling this podcast. <laughs> not feeling Walden. No. Were you? No. Were you as bitter as Galdi at Loretta's, or more bitter? Do you think? I think I had times where I might have been like the most bitter guy at a motocross race. Um, in North America at the time, but <laughs> I got over it, obviously, as you heard off the record on Saturday night, I guess, but um, I don't um, remember that either, so that didn't really happen. But to be fair, Noof, <laughs> uh, you faced some new competition issue that you hadn't faced in the past. 
Yes. Kyle Keast, national number what? Eight? Mm-hmm. He decided the race. It shouldn't matter, though. It doesn't matter. There's no excuse. I got worked. I didn't put in near as much effort this year. I rode like crap. I hated the track before I even rode it. Uh, I was negative. Um, I was tired. It was just, it, it wasn't are, happening. Are we going to carry this attitude to Finland? No, no, that's a new venture that I'm already looking forward to, actually. So uh, I'm going to turn the attitude around, hopefully, by the end of the week. So another <laughs> another couple of days, and then now, we'll, we'll move on. Galdi, you were there. I was only there on Sunday. When Newf, I mean, was it like Custer, Buffalo Bills' last stand? Like Custer's last stand, I mean? Like, was did Newf have anything for, for Keist? Uh, no, definitely didn't have anything for Keith, but I mean, his attitude, his, we went to walk the track or look at the track on the quad. And I swear it was so, his vision and attitude was so negative that me at Loretta's looked like it was my birthday. And I also <laughs> thought that lightning may strike us on this quad because it was that, there was that black cloud. He was not happy from the moment that we saw the track that kind of set the tone. I think as far as his riding will not go, but he, he definitely wasn't on the pace of those guys. But like you said, um, the word competition, which he hadn't had the last few years finally showed up and it bit him in the ass. Oh, it's, it's a lot more. It was a lot more fun the last couple of years though. I don't care what the competition level was like. It's fun winning races and drinking beers at night. And that's what I did. And it didn't happen this year. So. Uh, well, you well, have to wait what, eight uh, more years. We, comp- we compared, uh, our, our, both his and my, uh, race days are still quite, um, uh, mentally retarded, if you will. Having the family and son and all that kind of stuff there plays a factor in our weekly extravaganzas, and that was a, a, a factor for Newf this year, just like mine at Loretta's. We gotta leave that at home if we wanna be the same people we used to be. So leave the family at home. Newf, is that maybe the move next year? I think if the family had stayed at home, even though I wanted them to come, I would have won every moto, and I would have been like 18 motos now. <laughs> you are gonna, hey, your kid for the rest of his life, you're gonna look at him and just be like, shouldn't have brought you to Loretta's. I should have brought you. He cost, he, you brought not only is he costing me money, he's costing me fame in the Walton record books. <laughs> it's terrible, I tell He'll you. Never, hey, because of him, you will never be a transcan giant. Hey, hey, listen to this before we get rolling. The thing that really hit like just drove the knife into my heart mm-hmm. i get off the plane on monday and i fire my phone back up and i have an instagram direct message from grant langston and it's a screenshot of the photo you posted steve and it's like i'm so disappointed in you i can't believe you let this happen and that was it <laughs> the world champion national champion uh just you let him down he wasn't even mad he just he was no. sad Disappointed. Yeah. Just disappointed. Disappointed. Oh, Noof. Poor, poor Noof. Um, Galdi, and, and Galdi, so you went to Loretta's. You qualified for Loretta's, and it rained all week. I have friends that were there, and I can vouch for you. But, Noof, what about this guy's tweets? You spent all this money. Mother Nature ruins everything. Everybody's wasting their money here. I can't believe this. Like, dude, you were so brutal. Like, it rained for did it just rain for Gall? Do you think Noof, or do you think it rained for right? Do you think it rained for everybody, or just Ryan Gall? No, it just rained over his little right, right. ten by ten spit, pit area with right. his kids playing in the mud, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. I, I was scared. I went down, you know, two or three times a day to check in, make sure you know nobody was hanging from the trees, or there was no cops around, or something like that. It was pretty bad. He finally makes Loretta's. 
hashtag life goals, and then it rains all week. <laughs> yeah. Crushed. Golly. My moto spirit got crushed. But, like, your attitude was like it was only raining for you. Like, dude, everybody was miserable. Like, you were just. Yeah, well, yeah, but I was the only one tweeting. I didn't read anybody else's damn tweets. <laughs> so because the only his whole, his thing, whole thing. Hey, the only positive thing about the whole week was the first hour I get there, I go walk out, and you know this, Mathis, I run into Davy Coombs, and we become BFFs after talking about people and industry <laughs> and stuff. It was awesome. What were you, you going to say, Noof? The thing is with Galdi, when he thinks about vet racing, he hates every single person that races a vet class that takes it even a little bit serious. Like, yeah. Galdi, he thinks that he should go to a, a five-day race um, and not wash his bike once, not change an air filter, throw a little lube <laughs> on the chain, and, and you go. I said to him on the, the Monday night when I got to Loretta's, or sorry, Sunday night mm-hmm. before practice started on Monday, I'm like, what are you going to do for a pressure washer? He's like, I'm not washing my bike all week. Like, <laughs> he, he just hates that type of, type of stuff, man. Like, everybody's a little bit serious, and I guess you're not. But... You think if he if he wasn't serious, the the rain wouldn't bother him. He's like, ah, whatever, go have fun in the mud, whatever. Well, he he would have been prepared for it. You need to prepare for all elements, man. These days. <laughs> all right. Well, then you should have prepared for competition. Uh, oh. I, I, and that was one thing I lacked out. I okay. Are we not talking about all these other races in okay. Canada? Quit shitting on us, Steve. Let's well, get talking to the right stuff. I think both of you having your dreams crushed is hilarious. I just think that's really funny. Like I, I'll be back. I can't decide. I'll be back. Yeah, new. So you're retiring and coming back at forty. Is that right? Well, no. I'm gonna just retire for like a month of September, and then I'll be ready to go for arena cross in October. Okay. Okay. So arena cross, Finland, all that. You're back. Yes, I'm back in. Okay. Will you be at Walton 2017? If it doesn't rain. <laughs> oh, well, well, you just prepare for it. <laughs> uh, I'll be there. I'll be there, man. I, just, I love spending I can't, money. I can't decide whose guys' dream getting crushed is worse or funnier between you two. Well, it wasn't a dream. Of mine. mine wasn't a dream killer. Mine was just a devastation to my ego. That's well, either one. Yeah, fine. That's, I can't decide which guys' <laughs> devastation to their egos is funnier to me. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, so I was at Walton. You guys were too, like we said. It's no longer part of the CMRC series. Uh, amateur entries were slightly down from when it was a CMRC TransCan event. Um, first of all, the CMRC tried to do their own amateur week in Quebec, and they printed out a, a, a sign that said this is motocross town or something, which is something that Walton's always had. Um, that was pretty lame. That was pretty cheeseball, I got to say. You know, yeah, I don't know if Newfie even knew that, but I got a picture of it sent to me. From French racers going, I can't believe that our French guys just did this. Yeah. Um, and they called it the Grand National Championship, which has been 25 years running of for Walton. It was, yeah. it was pretty pretty silly for sure. I've actually had texts back and forth with Danny Thibault that owns that Deschambeau, and I'm mm-hmm. like, man, like, why would you do that? Like, what? Well, you know, I got sort of forced and talked into it and all this kind of stuff. So, I mean, might have been some, some little pushing like, and some cahooting. It's like, a, it's like divorcing your wife who had, like, a double Ds and blonde hair, and you divorce her, and the new wife is like, hey, you know what, honey? I'm going to put some double Ds on you and put a wig. You need to dye your hair blonde or get a blonde wig. You know, like, <laughs> it's the same thing where you're like, yeah, you're like, I'm going to make you look, I'm going to cut off your face and make your face look like my old wife's face. Like no, don't don't be weird, right? Like That's don't pretty do that. Extreme, but yeah, I well, guess I'm you just get saying. I'm just saying. It's it's the same thing. It's like, bro, move on. 
You got this new yeah. event in Quebec that you love. Instead, you're trying to make it look like Walton. You're trying to put double D's and a blonde wig on it. <laughs> right? No? I want some double D's right now. Um, anyways, so um, let me ask you guys. So Walton, the, the pro race, uh, the Lee family put a pretty good purse. There was an SMX final, super final. The best 250 guys, the best 450 guys. Kevin Benoit uh, walked away with, with everything. Uh, Joey Crown uh, did pretty well as well in 250 class. But um, the attendance wasn't there for pro races, but it wasn't all like, hey, we don't want to support your race, Brett, because Millsaps was hurt, Metcalf was hurt, uh, Michael Essie was hurt. Uh, Tyler Medallia spent his time down in Butts Creek. Um, uh, uh, Fasciotti was hurt. Jer Bear was hurt. It wasn't. It wasn't a smashing success, the Walton Pro Day, but it wasn't all because they're not part of CMRC anymore. Do you guys agree, or what? What do you think, Noof? Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, the, the list of guys that you you just named off. I mean, yeah, they're all hurt, and I think they had intentions of going. I mean. I, like you said, I mean, the racing was kind of, it was cool, you know, the, all the big names weren't there, but, um, you know, it was like a black cloud was kind of around them with the injuries, end of the year, they weren't forced to go, but I think they still plan on going, but uh, it was definitely a different different vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think, Galdi? Uh, yeah, kind of, kind of what New said. Cole Thompson would have been there too, but he had he's doing that series in Costa Rica or whatever it was, so he was obligated to do something like that. So it was, a, yeah, the riders were there, but I mean, uh, you know, look at the very first Monster Cup behind Dungey and Villapoto. There really wasn't anybody there. So the uh, at the end of the year, new idea. Riders mm-hmm. were all confused. I'm not too sure what's happening. Um, but I mean, the people that were there got a payday that they likely wouldn't get anywhere else. So that was cool. And it really didn't look like it affected the fans. Like the crowd in front of the when me doing the announcement up on stage, the crowd was big. It was. It seemed um, like it, yeah. you know the track was good considering the damn freaking every day it rained. And so I don't think anything got affected other than the fact that the pros. Like the big name guys didn't show up, which is definitely unfortunate. Um, and uh, but I, you know, the idea and everything was sound. The 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 cool format and people were were excited about it all. So I it uh, I think it I think it worked. If Walton never goes back with the CMRC Noof, and they continue to have, you know, their amateur race all week that's been a staple in Canadian Moto, and they continue to have a pro day on on Sunday, like. Can it work? Can it keep it going? Can this be a regular year in and year out thing? Yeah, no, I think so for sure. I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna build, and and you know, it was the it was the first year, and obviously with the injuries hurt the the rider turnout, but um, you know, it everybody that was there looked like they had a good time. I mean, like Aldi said, you know, the riders put a pretty good chunk of change in their in their pocket. I thought the format was really neat mm-hmm. that they did. It was different. Um, change is good, and it was. Uh, I, I think for sure, one hundred percent, it's gonna it's gonna build. Surprising there weren't more guys there. Like, like again, I like Tyler T-Dags, a buddy of mine. I talked to him at Butts Creek. Um, why aren't you at Walton making some money? Why isn't Cade Clayson making money at Walton? Like, these guys are professional motocrossers, and I guarantee you, look, I know, I understand you want to race American races. That is the number one series in the world, in my opinion, and I get it, but, man, the money at Walton was no joke. Like, and I don't know, like, what about these other guys from Utah and stuff? Like, why weren't they there? And, um... I don't know. Like, why do you think guys who who weren't injured didn't go, Galdi? Um, I'm gonna compare it to uh, our little chat earlier today. That the the amount of respect that the U.S. Series 
gets no matter what position you are, whether you're 40th mm-hmm. or 10th, uh, not the factory guys per se, the amount of respect that you get for just doing it is, is beyond anything that we do up here. It could have been a $100,000 person. It would have been the same, same entries pretty, pretty much. You know, I, just, I feel that that's the thing. The, our racer, today's racer gives that series and that country such respect because of what we see that they do and they offer and, and they give that everything that we can put up up here just doesn't really seem to matter, even though that this is their home court. For Tyler Medallia, we, he just wrote a column on my site, it'll be up later on tonight, about like his title sponsor is the sponsor of that of the Transcan. Yeah, it's I didn't Park really Canada know. Transcan. I didn't know that. So, I, that's probably so, not good for Tyler. <laughs> well, it came up a lot over the weekend, like a lot of conversations uh, with the Parts Canada uh, thing. I don't know if you crossed paths there with Laura Lang, but no. it, you know, it, it was like, wow, you know, like we can't force these guys to do it, but, you know, we would kind of expect that they would make the right decision. Um, and then, you know, and I, I talked to Tyler about it, and, and right away, to me, I look at it, and I'm like, what kind of message does that send to the younger generation that is going to this race? It doesn't. It doesn't fucking matter apparently because even if your title sponsor sponsors it, I'm going to this fucking race where I can get twentieth and I might uh, get to talk to Steve Mathis of the Pulp Show in the pits. I don't know. It just seems yeah. kind of odd for well, sure. Well, I can't sit. I can't be on both sides. You guys have heard me rant uh, uh, over and over about Canadians being scared to race in the U.S. So here's exactly. Yeah. No, I've, I mean, yeah. So I can't say like Tyler, you know, did a bad thing and this and that. I can't do that because I've said I love Canadian, but. When your title sponsor is the title sponsor of this race, maybe you should go. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, it's like, like Red Bull Rhythm and, and Monster Cup on the same weekend. And yeah. uh, Dougie's like, I'm going to go to the Monster Cup because <laughs> right. there's more money. Right. Right. <laughs> you know? I'm just putting that out there. But I love the 10-hour the drive and the, and the work and the effort that he put in. And he, he rode very well. But, yeah, I don't know. So, anyways, um, I did, by the way, like to rub it in his face that I was right about the 350, and we'll get to that in a second. But, yeah. <laughs> um, so, do you think there's any chance, Goldie? I'll ask you because you probably have a better close, you have a better uh, uh, knowledge of this, closer feeling to this. Now, f- to to be perfectly upfront, Goldie, you're a little bit of a com- competitor to CMRC here with your Ontario uh, sanctioning body and everything. So, I just want to get that out of the way. Like, yes, ammo, people, ammo, 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 motocross yeah, Ontario. Right. Yep, yep, yep. Search um, it, search it. So, just people, yeah. So, people want to know that, but. Goldie, okay, I'll ask you two questions. A, did the CMRC make the right decision to dump Sandalee and Walton? And B, do you ever think Walton and Sandalee come back to the series? Uh, I am going to go for a double no on both of those. Okay. Uh, I think it was a poor decision uh, just for the sheer fact that because it was said that it was a business plan and a business reason, and as the summer carried on, we found out that it was totally personal reasons and that uh, Mark probably has those voodoo dolls with little pins in them at his house stabbing Johnny Grant and, and Kevin Tyler and, and Brett Lee in the nipples. And then uh, as far as the Walton, taking that that. Uh, passion that has been created for so many years away on the Sunday and giving the amateurs that opportunity to see their heroes and, and all that kind of stuff. I just, I don't, I think that was the wrong decision, but I don't run the series. He made it. And, uh, that's what it was, but I, I would say no on both those counts. What do you think? Newf? They think Walt never goes back in. No way. No, 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 no I agree. There's no way the, the bridge has been burned. 
Because I've been to Walton when it was the final round of the CMRC Nationals, and you guys, of course, have been there forever. But it, it really was a special race. It was a week-long amateur race. Then there was the sword on Sunday and the, the final round of the Nationals. There was a, a nice little party slash banquet afterwards. It was a really cool way to end the series. I did it two or three times. And, you know, this year with being a sort of a, a rebel race and not having everybody there, it was a different vibe. And, and I think Walton was worse off and the CMRC was worse off. Worse off. And maybe we can leave it at that, right? Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah why not? Uh, they're not going back. Definitely not. Right. It's, it'll never, ever happen, even if there was a million dollars, one million dollars on the line for both of them. No, Stallion would do a lot of things for a million dollars. Let's be clear. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, let's, let's revisit the Canadian National Series that was uh, wrapping up at RJ's final round, uh, Barrie, Ontario. Um, we did a preview podcast, I guess. Uh, so... Let me just uh, let me just uh, you know pump myself up here a little bit. Um, one, I said Millsaps, if he stays healthy, will win the series. It's exactly what happened. And B, I said Tyler Medallia's decision to ride a 350 was terrible, and he realized that and he did switch to a 450. So I'm very excited about that. Oh, and I said Cole Thompson in a walk. But truthfully, the Cole Thompson thing, we didn't really get a chance to see that because Jared Bear went out right away and uh, Jacob Hayes went out right away. So Cole won, but it was rather easy because of injury. But I guess, first of all, let me go with this. Uh, Millsaps walked to the title. I was a little surprised at the ease that he did that. Noof, your thoughts? Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, um, I You had definitely... Brett? Did you have McGurk? you have Mad- Gerky or did you have Brett? You had one of those two guys. No, I took I took Medi for the title. Okay. Um, watching standing in the mechanics area during the first MX1 moto at Kamloops, um, I was quite surprised with how. I mean, don't get me wrong, Millsaps is great. He's awesome. I knew that. Right. I didn't think that he would have that kind of, um, you know. He was in such good shape. I mean, he looked like he started to fade in the first moto, and then all of a sudden, bam, he was back up challenging for the win in the first moto. And from there, he didn't really look back. I mean, he surprised me. I thought for sure that with the speed that everybody was going at the front that he would fade and uh, didn't think that he'd last a whole series. Um, He did end up getting hurt at the end, but it was uh, Mm -hmm. was all over. Yeah, he had a practice I mean, he, crash. He, he was good. Yeah, he had a practice crash. It hurt him. Took some wind out of his sails. But, uh, Galdi, what do you think? Like, pretty surprised that, again, I, I thought he would win, but I, I wouldn't have said he would win this easy. I mean, he, look, he only won. He only ended up winning by uh, 16 points, but he sat out the last moto of the year. And he got docked uh, yeah, 10 no, spots, I, So I mean, as as you guys stated, uh, like, uh, I mean, we all knew that he was going to be good and everything, but no way. I wouldn't have thought he dominated like that. His 1-1 performances, whole shots, like, steady. like yeah. It looked like the dude had been riding outdoors uh, every round for the last 15 years perfectly. Like, he was so on point. Mm-hmm. Um, his bike was awesome, according to every other rider that I got a chance to talk to. Like, he killed it. Like, he, yeah. he definitely dominated uh, the rounds for sure. And uh, I was... I was definitely surprised. I did not think he'd be as strong as he was. Now you had Colton for the title, Galdi, and he won round two when uh, when yeah, Davey was, was looking docked. good there for a bit. I yeah. was looking good. Colton was not the like. I don't. Let's talk about him a little bit. Like Galdi, what he was not the same guy. He he injured. He left the series early. He got injured. Uh, wasn't good. But 
Um, he went third the first round, first the second round, and that's no, that's fine. He was up front, that's good. And then, dude, like he never got it going until he got hurt. Like, I don't. What was his deal? Do you think? Uh, I got a chance to pick a, pick his brain a little bit at RJ's uh, when I went there, and I'm just like, hey, so what was it? I go, you've always been able to kind of rise above and meet whoever shows up. He's just like, I don't know. This year, I just I just couldn't do it. It wasn't bikes. It wasn't mm-hmm. training. It just I don't know. I just couldn't seem to find the same groove that I could usually find. And uh, his starts were poor this year, so he was always battling with guys that he's never really battled with. And he's like, I'm, I'm trying to pass these guys, and I don't know where they're going to go. And I get frustrated, and and uh, and then unfortunately he got hurt. Um, but it didn't look like it was going to rebound anyway. Before uh, that, he, he went seven five four five in four races. Yeah. I mean, no podium. Like a even. Seventh place for that guy is like <laughs> never. Is, it, that happened when he used to ride on the Cowies in Richmond days. Right. Right. Like when like, he got it's like me losing a Blackfoot, it's never happened. It's never like yeah, like Newf losing a wall, and it just doesn't happen. <laughs> Same type of thing. <laughs> like from when did he start in Blackfoot? Two thousand and seven. From two thousand and seven to like present day, a seventh place finish is like unheard yeah. of. Yeah, unheard of. Uh, so is this, is this it was big... it was bizarre for sure, and uh, he just he's so nonchalant and like you talk to him and he's so. I don't know, like almost like he doesn't care kind of thing. I know he cares. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he was pissed, but he just sort of felt like he didn't have it this year. He just, I just didn't have it. He said basically. Yeah, it was surprising. I mean, is this beginning of the end, Noof? I mean, I don't want to, you know, make rash judgments here, but you know, everybody gets older, and, and he's had a lot of injuries, and, and like, can he rebound? I, I mean, I wouldn't say it's the beginning of the end. He's definitely getting a little bit older. Um, but he does have a couple years left with his with the GDR team, and I don't know. I think that uh, I think that he's probably going to do the exact same thing um, that he does every winter, and he'll get ready and he'll mm-hmm. come back, and and we'll see. I mean, I, I personally thought being at the first two rounds, I thought he rode extremely well maybe better than he's ever looked because the pace was Mm -hmm. faster than it's ever been. And I mean, he was a contender. He looked in shape. He didn't fade either moto. I mean, him and Millsaps had an unbelievable second moto at Nanaimo, um, you know, just matching each other lap for lap. And I thought, you know, um, this is going to be good. But then it seemed as soon as uh, we left Nanaimo and, and Calgary went off, he, he lost his edge, maybe looked like he, you know, his starts weren't there. And, and like Galdi said, riding with guys that he's not used to riding with and, and whatnot. But um, I, it will all depend on the competition level, like who's coming back and this and that. I mean, he's still, still got it and he's still fast. It's just a matter of who comes up that can be as good, if not better than him. Yeah, he's not. Millsaps isn't coming back, so we're probably looking at. I mean, is Metcalf done? I think he's done too. Do we know? I think so. I, think, I don't know, but I think so. Metcalf. I I think this is a two-year deal, although I don't know no. that for sure. Yeah, I don't know either exactly, but we should have the same kind of guys back next year. Maybe KTM goes and gets another ringer, somebody. But um, um, so Gurky got second in the points. Gurky was unbelievable in the two sand races, right? He won Gopher and he won uh, the Quebec one. He went. He went back to back wins, and that was. Uh, Which ones were that? Gopher um, and Alverton. And Alverton. Um, yeah. So he, you know, he won in the sand, which we thought he'd be, but, you know, again, some some performances from Matt that was kind of just, eh, like not as dominant as before. I mean, the sand races, you give it to him, but I want to say, you know, Alessi got hurt, Metcalf got hurt, Fasciati got hurt. Like Benoit had two DNFs from his chain coming off, or, or rocks in his chain, right? Something. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the MotorcycleSuperstore.com RacerX podcast.
thanks for listening, man. These things are going great, and I'm stoked with the responses from everybody, and uh, you guys have been doing a great job with the downloads. Don't forget the Fly Racing Moto 60 show on Thursdays, the Pulp MX show on Mondays, the NFAB Racer X Fantasy show sometime in the middle of the week, and the Motorcycle Superstore, they're a passionate team who speak moto. If I'm talking about going riding, bench racing from the latest company ride, to the latest parts and gear, this is what drives them to be a place for you to check out all things motorcycles with the top brands and gear, accessories, tires, parts, and apparel. If you want to save there, they got everything you need to get out and ride. Go to the website to check out their in- inventory of brands, uh, over 700 of them. Do you speak moto? If you do, go to MotorcycleSuperstore.com. Use the code PB-PULP16 to uh, 10% off participating brands. PB-PULP16. Saves you money. All right, let's get to these commercials from Racetech and Michelin and MotorcycleSuperstore.com. Thanks for listening. See you after the break. Racetech people, Racetech.com. These guys have been in business for over 30 years, supplying racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension to everyday racer. There's a lot of top suspension guys in the pits that got their start with Racetech. Trust me on this. There's more than a few guys that have learned underneath Paul Feed and gone on to, uh, to great things. Paul Feed, the original suspension guru. I guarantee you, eh, probably 82.7% of you people listening to this podcast need some sort of suspension work, whether it's uh, just a simple oil change with new bushings and seals, give your bike some love, whether it's the right spring rate for your weight and or speed, or maybe you just need some revalving on the machine to uh, help you uh, take first place in that Chicken Licks Raceway. Something something uh, on your bike needs attention for Racetech. I guarantee you. Freeze, Gilmore, some of the guys just using uh, Racetech, Privateer Proven. They work with uh, Ben LeMay also. They're back with Ben LeMay. And uh, they offer a full line of Racetech high-performance springs. These springs are called high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates and feature the tightest tolerances in the industry. You want to save 10%? At uh, Racetech, go to Pulp MX 2015 when you order. You can save 10% at Racetech.com, and they're uh, proud sponsors of this podcast, and we thank you guys. All right, back to the show. Michelin tires are back, people. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Michelin Starcross 5, brand new, available in hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, their off-road tires are some of the best ones out there, and they've revamped this whole lineup. There's no one who knows these tires better than our own, Chris Kiefer. When they're calling it comfort casing technology, what are they talking about? Is this a fancy marketing term or what? No, it's actually the carcass of the tire itself, so how much it flexes or how you know sidewall stiff is that you have when you come into corners. And what's cool about this tire is even from the previous version, the MH3, it gives more. So when you hit square edge or you're coming out of a corner with some bumps, it has some give to it. It's more comfort, so it doesn't feel so rigid. A lot of that has to do with the the CCT. So you're telling me the comfort casing at the end of the day, maybe it helps you a little bit to have some suspension in tires. Yeah, obviously it's flexing a little bit, but also, too, when you come into corners, you don't want it to roll on you. So they've got that dialed in to where you come into a corner and you still have enough stiffness where it grabs and bites, but yet straight line, you have comfort. Hey, as a former factory mechanic, Kiefer, I know all about mounting tires, um, so no problem for me to mount anything. Right. Well, maybe not a moose. Uh, you found mounting these new Michelin's uh, pretty easy, actually. Yeah, I'm a great test rider, but my mechanic skills are novice at best, so mounting the tire wasn't too bad. They sent me a bunch of tires to mount before testing, and I was out there busting in the garage, and normally you got to put some tires in the sun, let them soften up a little bit, but this... Uh, the bead rolls on really nice. I didn't have to struggle. No curse words were, were sworn in the garage. So uh, it was a lot better for me, you know, putting these on. Four versions of this tire. They cover all the uses. 
Bosch's key for reduced weight, comfort casing technology, mounting traction handling. They do it all. Starcross 5, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Thank those guys. Check them out at the local dealer people. These guys know tires and they know what they're doing. Benoit might be the real secondary star of this series. Do you agree, Nuf? Yeah, I think so. I mean, the the DNFs for sure hurt him. He started out a little bit slow. I mean, he looked good, but Kamloops wasn't super stellar for him. Then well, he had it's, the his DNF first, it's his first year in the class, too, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, man, once the East Coast picked up and, and you know, guys kind of settled into where they you know, where they were finishing each moto, he, he picked it up. He was really good, and I mean, he there was multiple weekends at the towards the end where he was matching, you know, Millsap's mm-hmm. speed and, and, you know, beat him in that one yeah. moto straight up, which um, I know it was at the end of the year, but uh, I think that it's it's kind of weird because he's not super, super young anymore either, but mm-hmm. he keeps getting better, and um, he'll be a contender next year coming in. What do you think, Aldi, on Benoit? Dude, he was impressive at the end of the year. He, uh, he, it's he's kind of weird. He did the sort of same thing uh, the first year he won that MX2 title. It was kind of just to average out west, and all of a sudden got on the East Coast and and uh, just completely dominated. Um, once he got on the two-stroke on the East Coast, when that was allowed to happen, um, but I don't know. He just. He just found a whole nother gear late in the year. Definitely injuries may have helped a little bit, but he was just like, like you got, like you say in your pub show, these riders are mentally retarded sometimes. And he just found the confidence, and all of a sudden he just started rolling with it. Like there was on the weekend, there was nobody that was going to beat him. Right. Yeah. Like his no. confidence. I mean, I, I was sitting in the first turn, and I'm like, God, I hope he starts around tenth. <laughs> I just want him to start like tenth. Yeah. And you know, like he, he he was so on point. Like I mean, his Deschambeau win was was pretty impressive. Uh, I mean, again, the the whole power behind the Quebec fans and stuff like that is pretty uh, mm-hmm. pretty cool to see. But I don't. He just he was he was good, and if he can carry that momentum, obviously, this you know we got 12 months now until we get or nine months before we get going again. So it's a long time. Anything can happen. Uh, but he's got some damn good momentum right now, and uh, he like going into next year. I don't know if I depending on who's coming back, Gerky Millsaps, mm-hmm. you know, healthy Fasciati. I don't know if I would pick him winning. But it'd be hard not to say he's going to be a threat for the title next year. I was talking to Steph from KTM at Walton, and he said Davey was really cool with Cole and with Cavan uh, 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 as far as they were asking him things, picking his brain. He was happy to talk to him, happy to help him out. Lots of advice. Uh, good mood for being up there. Uh, I don't know how much you guys interacted with him at all or talked to him, but what did you find from Davey being up there? Um, I got to only interact with him most of the time on the phone. I talked to him a little bit at RJ's because um, I didn't even know this, but Paul Delorier comes up, hey, Galdi, how's it going? I'm like, I don't even know if I ever met that guy. What? Uh, I just knew him when I was a kid on like really? an 80 oh. when we raced at, raced at Sandy Lee. But anyway, so I shot the bruise with him for just four or five minutes. He seemed totally legit, uh, totally good and then uh, uh, super comfy in Canada, cracking jokes. I uh, heard a bunch of other riders. They, they sat down. Kevin Tyler told me a story. He was sitting cracking jokes. He, I think he's found a second home, man. Like, Although I think you said maybe on your show that he's already signed for next year for outdoors with BTO. Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn! That's a mistake. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, I mean, he's—I don't know what kind of money they pay him and everything like that. But why go through the serious and the rigors of what the U.S. does and come on up here? And he's—it's like right. he's like he's in the freaking Olympic pool down there all the time. And up in Canada, he's just chilling in a hot tub with a smoke and a beer. Yeah, good point. Smoking you know, it's, and he yeah. makes it probably close to the same amount of dollars. Smoking a beer should be the name of your autobiography, Galdi. Smoking a 
in a beer. <laughs> that should be the name of your racing career, like when you talk about your uh, biography. Uh, uh, hey, one I, thing. Well, there you go. I got the title for it. Now I was going to write it. One thing I was wrong about. I said guaranteed. Stamp it that Alessi and Freeze and the leading edge team or the Monster Cowie team. Now I always say that, but they were going to do something nuts, something crazy. They really didn't, did they, Noof? No, no, it's pretty, uh, pretty, pretty mellow. Yeah, pretty mellow around there. Um, the only thing Freeze was a bit nutty, um, a bit maybe a little bit on the generous side, but um. Yeah, he lost his mind a few times, and then oh, he did. He well, maybe did. I'm wrong then. Maybe I'm wrong. He lost. Yeah, his mind. yeah. I mean, there was no. I mean, there was no like yelling at random people or anything. There was there was just a lot of like holding the bike wide open, yelling at Frenchie, and a whole bunch of that type of thing. And then oh, okay. he just disappeared and never came back. So, <laughs> um, but Mike, Mike didn't really do anything crazy at all, at least from what I've seen or heard. Um, he seemed to enjoy packing everyone's gate in the MX2 <laughs> motos. And that, that was, that was really probably the, the big, the craziest he got. What do you mean packing the gate for MX2 motos? I did. There was like always like photos on, on different websites after every weekend that I'd be scrolling through. And like, he was like packing people's gates or like helping privateer Billy, you know, with gate choice and a bunch of random stuff. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Okay. He's looking to move the family to Canada. Tony's his new brother, his new baby brother, and they're all moving to Canada to Chile, so he's just trying to make super good friends. Not a great year for the uh, Monster Cowie team with Vince and Mike, though. Mike got fifth, again, hurt, though, missed a round, uh, or got hurt and missed, missed both motos or whatever. So he was kind of just all right. He had three podi- three seconds in a row in the West, and on the East Coast, he couldn't get it going. So, um He's all right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, kind um, of a not a great year, and especially with Hayes getting put out the first round, first yeah. moto, that kind of sort of set the tone. How how pissed were you, Galdi, when Tyler did get a 450 after you telling me that 350s could be fine? Um, I felt a bit dirty, um, mm-hmm. for sure. And then how how we did on the on the uh, on the east was just like, oh my god, okay. So I guess this bike is a turd if you're riding well, it in a pro class. They're not it a turd. Yeah, not work. They're just not good for the upper, you know. They're fine for Noof, but sorry, Noof. That was what Noof was missing this year. His 450 was just a little too much. I did like if your he had red. a 350, he yeah. would have beat Keist. I did like your red and green graphics, Noof, number one play and yeah. all that. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, you we'll have to worry about running those for eight years. Yeah, you can put those away for eight years. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um it did seem like there was a big gap, though, uh, every week. Millsap, Skirky, Metcalf, Benoit, uh, Alessi, and then Tyler was a little bit back. Clayson was a bit back of that, although Clayson got better near the end. And then there was a, 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 a pretty big gap to the rest of the guys every week. Like, it was almost super predictable. I don't know if you – I watch a lot of lap times and watch a little bit of the streaming uh, service here and there. But um, big gaps, huh, Noof? Yeah, big, big gaps. And I mean, I mean, Clayson and Tyler got better as the series went on. Obviously, if you guys getting hurt and hurt and whatnot, but you could almost guarantee at the first, well, at least a couple, two rounds I went to, mm-hmm. it was like those top six guys were on the first lap, like a huge gap ahead of everyone else. And then there yeah. would be like Clayson and Medaglia. And then there would be a big gap back to the next group, which was a good battle. It was just super gapped out. And I mean, uh-huh. You know, Millsaps lapped up into, you know, sixth, seventh place most yeah. of the motos. 
Tromba did pretty good. He should race the whole series. Why doesn't he? Snowcross stuff? Yeah, too much money from Snowcross. Support, snow support he, too. He, he's random, though. He's one of those guys that, like, you know, you give him the support, you put him on a team, he goes and he trains and he goes all in, and he does probably worse than just randomly showing up with no pressure and, mm-hmm. and going out and riding. So, Keelan, well, look, at, look at Southwick. Yeah, like, yeah. He does that and goes out, what, he get a 15th in one of the motos. And then right. I think me and Newf actually talked after that. We're like, hey, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, because Brad was like, he got lucky and all this stuff in the office out there. Um, anyway, we're like, he's got to be a podium guy this weekend at Larverton. And he got like 918 or something. Yeah. It was yeah. like, what? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Keelan Meston. Right? How you say Keelan? Yeah. Yeah. Eighth, eighth yeah, overall. Good. Right? Yeah, he's real good. Consistent. Yeah. Lots of top tens. Lots of top. I mean, he never, you know, he wasn't like running up into the podium right. at all, any any motos, but just a consistent seven through 13. Good, yeah. Good, good year for him. You interview him much, uh, Galdi? For your. Uh, not a ton. No, I haven't interviewed I've interviewed uh, him a couple times. Uh, really nice kid. Just, uh, you know, right place, right time this year, I feel, right, with injury-wise and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, like, third best Canadian if you go by the numbers. Yeah. And he just Injury-wise. He rode solid all year. Like he's like Newt said, nothing super flashy, uh, nothing, um, you know, probably anything that we'd remember mm-hmm. uh, other than the fact that next year he'll have an eight on his bike. So it's uh, good for him and well-deserved. He spends the money on his own. It's him and his uh, dad and um, I'm not actually sure the shop that supports him, but I think mm-hmm. Yamaha hooks him up with some bikes and stuff, and cool to see. Guaranteed MX is guaranteed to not interview you if you get top ten in the in the series. He's, uh, not, from, he's not from Ontario, I, that's why. I yeah, can't, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah whatever. There we go. Anyway, yeah. I can't interview any of these riders anymore. I'm sorry, they make me fall asleep. They got nothing good to say. They're like robots. T Dags is good. Yeah, well, that's he writes a column. I don't have to interview him. Okay, all right, friend. Um, <laughs> All right, so what uh, do you think everybody kind of comes back? Like, we Matt, is Matt coming back? Davey's not. We just talked about that, but yeah, Matt, I think Gerke said on the podium at RJ's he's back for another year. Oh, okay. All right, yeah, that yeah. should be interesting. And I wonder if the eight hundred comes back and uh, and you know he's got a two year deal or a, what was it a a two year with an option for the team or something like that. So I think he said it on your show. He's in. Uh, I talked to Jason Hughes at. Uh, RJ's he's like, well, we'll see what's going on and everything like that. I mean, we yeah. he was great and everything. We'd like him to come back, but we'll see. Okay. All right. So, um, Anything else new from 450s that uh, was surprising to you or disappointing to you? Um, no, I, I don't know. I think it was – the racing was, was, was pretty good. I mean, it – it shaped up to how we kind of all thought those the good guys were good, and mm-hmm. I mean when everybody was healthy at the first the first couple rounds it was like really awesome because you didn't know yet of who was gonna right. dominate and stuff like that. So it was pretty exciting. I mean it became a sleeper as it kind of the series went on, but I mean I was impressed with Tyler getting on that 450, and you know I know some guys were hurt, but he rode really really good at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was so. he was unreal at RJ's. Um, I mean, he got two great starts, and the track was kind of tough to pass on, but he was he passed Benoit on the second moto, so that was he was like the hero of that day because everything else was a full honor. Yeah, no, it's uh, good to see. So hopefully, uh, hopefully he doesn't decide to switch back to the 350 and start no. the year round. 
Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Well, you never know. Yeah. Well, it, uh, so I'm assuming uh, you win the 450 picks then, Steve. Uh, Newford gets second, and I'm a distant podium with my Fasciati getting number 10. Well, uh, my, 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 uh, my Millsaps is going to win if he's healthy. I mean, I kind of put a caveat on it, like if he's healthy. You know what I mean? Like I didn't have enough faith to be like – because I did think he was going to get hurt. Seriously, the guy is so uh, so beat it up over the years. He's 28, 27 years old, you know, but, um, yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, he didn't, and he, and he worked everybody. I'm surprised yep. at how much he worked everybody. I, I wouldn't have said that. I didn't think he would dominate like that. I mean, Matt's, Matt won a couple of them, but. Um, how much money did he make this year, you guys think? Um, he probably did had. Did he make a, 200 grand? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, yeah. okay. So that's cool. Uh, also, too, I think something not to be overlooked either. And Newf, I think you mentioned it, or maybe Galdi, you did. His bike was good. That's a good yeah. bike. Full air stuff, uh, air forks, and uh, factory KTM bike. Like, it's a good bike. I mean, he had his own suspension guide every round, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. just for him. So, I mean, that's something that. We don't have up here, and I believe that his bike was like pretty much full factory bike yeah. motor and and everything. And um, well, I mean, either way, I think the GDR guys, but he doesn't stick around for the whole day. He leaves it for second motos. <laughs> Who's that? Huh? Joe Skid. Oh, yeah. Joe. <laughs> I heard a story about that that he had to catch a ferry or something, and I'm also he left early. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, MX2. On the uh, Motorcycle Superstore Racer X podcast, you just go to PB-Pulp16 when you're checking out the save. Fox Racing 2, foxhead.com. Uh, new if you're in the Fox family, although you may get dropped now from Shift um, <laughs> after Walton. But, uh, you know, yeah. so. Yeah. Um, all right, Cole Thompson wa- walked to the MX2 title. But, like I was saying in our preview podcast, it's a, it's a joke that he's in there. It's ridiculous that he's in there. He's a way better rider than uh, than he should have been in there. But um, I guess if this is like the hurlings thing in MX MXGPs, if if you win the title, that's all that counts, right? You can put the make the ads up and everything. But um, we all thought Thompson was going to win, didn't we? I did. I Jeremy, really? Remember, remember, we were going to bet five hundred bucks, me and you, Steve. <laughs> That's right. You guys are idiots. And I'm glad. And I'm glad that we didn't bet five hundred. Yeah, you had Hayes. You had Hayes, Noof. I know, but did I think that he was going to go destroy his knee at the first round? No, of course not. The first hundred yards. Right. Yeah, I mean. Jeez. Um. I should have. I, I almost I took. I almost took that bet too. I oh, no, to me, Thompson is you know world class guy, what rider. So he's gonna he is, he's gonna he beat is. up on he, these he dudes. He earned it. Um, he rode good, and, and in all Canada, honesty, world class, not right. going to Team Canada. Oh, looking, yeah. looking back on it, it wouldn't have mattered. I I, I think that Hayes would have been good, but I think he might have been a little bit in, inconsistent, right. even just from seeing him in practice and stuff like that. At, at Kamloops, hard to judge. But um, the only other guy that that you thought that might have been a contender is is Jeremy and um I mean he wasn't even close at Kamloops I know it's hard to put it all in one round but he wasn't even close at Kamloops safe to say the Jerbear GDR team will be going their separate ways is that safe to say uh yeah about as safe as uh the sun the comes up title tomorrow? and key pocket from this year at Transcan. <laughs> Yeah. Just never really got it on board. Not happy with his bike. Team's not happy with him. He's not happy with the team. Uh, but I, if you're Jeremy and Medallia, where else are you going to go? Because KTM's not taking you. The pot is getting thin. <laughs> I don't get these but guys We've sometimes. said this before. I've yeah. said this for the past like four or five years, actually, because of how many rumors you hear uh, of how difficult or, or odd 
pot or whatever it is, and somehow he finds something. But to be honest with you, I, the, the, the thought that I get out of it, I don't even think he wants to race anymore. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, That's maybe. kind of what I'm feeling right. and, and stuff like that after talking to a few people. I think he's just not really interested. But that could change over the winter. And I um, mean, he he still wins motos. He didn't this year, but he did the year before. So, so Moffenbeier was probably the surprise. He, we knew he was good. We didn't touch a, talk on about him much in our preview. I remember near the end, one of us brought him up, and we're like, hey, you know, like what about Moffenbeier? Uh, won the first round, uh, second in the points. Uh, kind of wasn't as good on the east as he was on the west, but great job by Moff. Uh, if you yeah. replay our pod, I'm pretty sure he was my dark horse. Was he? Okay. Yeah. yeah come on, man. Great work. It's your job. Um, why isn't Cole going to Dis Nations? Do we know? Yeah. He's racing in Costa Rica. Uh, okay. Well. He's got one of those weekend things there. I believe. Dude, I talked to like three people up there, and one of them was super biased in Walton. But I talked to like three people that had like Cole Thompson kind of did some douchebag moves this summer. Yes or no? I have no idea. Okay. I, I haven't. I never. I never heard really of anything. Like, but yeah, stuff like on the track and off the track and, and Nicolaldi. I mean, did you hear that kind of stuff? Well, if you're talking to uh, the MX101 team, maybe yeah, because the him I and said, Dylan Wright had a lot yeah. of. I said one of them was biased. The summer, yeah. one of them was very biased. Whether, right. Yeah, whether they were, um, you know, intentional or any of that kind of stuff, I have no idea. I didn't hear any of that, but uh, there was definitely some moments where you're like, oh, geez, that was pretty aggressive, and oh, did he really need to do that? Yeah. But I mean, he's notorious for those sort of things. Last year in Arena Cross, uh, him and Hayes got into it, and he was, you know, there was no. A sort of ease on things, crossing in the air on right. each other and, and that kind of stuff. So, and I've seen it, I heard it from Supercross stuff before. Um, so he's, you know, he's, he's a gnarly racer when fighting with somebody, there's no sort of stepping back and saying, Hey, let's just chill out kind of thing. Right. Right. So, right. um, I could see it. I, I mean, while I did see it, I watched almost all the races on the app and then a couple live and, uh, I saw it uh, firsthand. You could see it a ton of times. So, um, I don't think anything was like super dirty or nothing like that on track. Off the track, I didn't hear anything. Right. As far as uh, um, you know, any oh. emails that were sent from weird accounts or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, really, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, does, does he stay down in MX2 next year? Do we know? I mean, zero. Hundred percent. Really. Hundred uh, percent. That's that's weak. Um, yeah. Got to run a got to run the one. Yeah. Um, Dylan Wright. One of you jerky said he was going to win this year. Which one? Are you I, probably. No. No? It was me, but he wasn't going to win. I thought you said he was going to be win. a lot stronger, and this was going to be his year. So definitely but he, me. But he did win. He won a race. He won two. Oh, he didn't. No, not according to the C, the, the CMRC points here. Oh, he, he won, won only motos. one overall. Okay, I thought he won two. He won two motos then, right? Yeah, maybe he won yeah. one one overall. Which, you know, good job by that, Callie, for calling it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, he. Uh, uh, it was it's been a three year. Yeah. plan you know I, I was pretty hard on him last year and i said this year it has to he has to make it happen and light the fire and he did oh he was so impressive on the east coast yeah right and pettis really broke through this year both of them um mm-hmm. what do you think what do you think Newf? like which what do you thought well, about those two guys first round first round of the year when it was <clears throat> you know Kamloops, right pettis and moff were like way gone out front and both of them were riding good and right ended up winning that first moto and I want to say that he won the last moto of the year, too. I could be wrong. He won one moto at the end or whatever. But um, Wright was really impressive. Galdi, Galdi did hit it right on the head, said he wins some motos, winning overall. Um, 
He was good. I think that uh, he's just missing that little bit to become a, a contender, and I talked to him quite a bit at Walden, and he, he knows that, and um, he's not scared to work, and he, he's got some speed. So I think next year um, he's definitely got the target to be to be a contender coming in. 100% right or Pettis end up at GDR Honda. You guys can stamp that. I'm just saying it right now. Uh, right? Yeah, you're pretty, that's a safe assumption. I mean, they need a they need a guy. They're well funded. They're 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 the MX one hundred and one guys run a good program, but they're I don't think they're on the level of GDR Honda. So Digger probably gets one of those guys. I would if he's got to get a Canadian, right? That's kind of his deal with the team. One hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, so, it's not the, the 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 pod isn't super thick. So I mean, right? So, oh, actually, wait. Uh, Tyler Medallia can go down to MX two now. How does that work? Uh, five years. Oh, yeah. He's a two-time champion, right? There was talk of it doing it this year, but this he wouldn't have been allowed to do it this year, I think. Well, if he keeps not going right, to parts Canada, if he keeps yeah. skipping parts Canada races, he may have to go down. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, what about New? So Newf, if you were Digger and you could pick T Dags, Wright, or Pettis, who do you go with? Yeah, well, you could throw Moff in there, too, because those guys, I mean, Moff was pretty good this year, too. I mean, he no, had some, a few, yeah, you're right. I guess few I did. issues, but he's not the maybe the young and hungry up-and-comer. He's a little more established in the in the class, but, um, I, I, I mean, yeah, on paper, I'd take right 100%. Over T-Dags, yeah? Oh, yeah, I forgot yeah. about him. No, I just said, I said right T-Dags or Pettis. Or Moth. Um, he's not listening. He's probably on no, he's Facebook. No, he's not. No, he's on. Yeah, he's selling braces. Yeah, but is, but is Tyler really going to drop down and want to do? No, money? no. It's just he can. He could. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he can I? I don't think he wants to. I can't. Okay. Imagine. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, it'd be a tough one. It'd be a tough one. But but right, if he improves as much as he did last year, he he's gonna he's gonna be real good. I told Wright to come down and race some Supergrass. See what you got. Come down. He's going he's Indiana riding. this weekend. He's no, in Indiana this yeah, weekend. I know. Yeah. I know. Um, yeah. And Pettis, uh, Pettis was the the leading edge guy for a while, right? And kind of younger kid. Then and now he's on MX 101, but he was uh, coming up for a while, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He rode. Yeah. That was his home base for a while there, yeah. and it uh, semi didn't work out. He found a pretty good home. And the other little tie that you could tie into the GDR thing is he spent his whole winter with Colton. Um, so there's like a bond there where they could get along and feed off each other, sort of thing. If that ended up working out as well, so I can't see anybody. That could bonding. be a nice little fit for, for them anybody. if the, if there was needed for a change. I can't see anybody bonding with Colton. You know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> Does he care? You know what I mean? Like that type of stuff. Um, He's pretty laid back and nonchalant. Doesn't care uh, about a lot. It seems Dakota Alex was good. Could he be a guy it, that it, gets signed? He'll be in Canada next year. He will be. Yeah. 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 Okay. For sure. It sounds like Newf. It sounds like Galdi knows something. Like, no, I don't. I'm making that up, actually. But there's no way. Look at what he did. There's our, <laughs> the Canadian, the Canadian uh, leaders or industry people that need their pat on the back to say, "Yeah, I got that guy. I hired him. Yeah, 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 yeah." Um, wow, he's Jeez. getting hired for sure. Jeez, Galdi. Uh, yeah. Bad not it. Did well at the Walton race. Got fourth overall. So, um, good for him. Mark Worth was was uh, Hayes' replacement. Kind of just, eh, right? I mean, eh. Yeah, he was okay. Yeah. yeah he was all right. Know, he had some, had some speed, but Only not there every week. Spectacular weekend, crashes. Yeah. <laughs> was there a guy in the MX2 class that 
kind of came out of nowhere that you guys hadn't heard about or you knew about but really elevated their game? Like, I look at these names, and honestly, a lot of them, I don't, I don't you know, they're not familiar to me. But Noof, uh, is there a guy that you all of a sudden were like, oh, hey, he could, he could really be something? Yeah, I mean, there was that Riley Gallup kid that rode the 252 stroke. He was pretty legit at, at certain points. Mm-hmm. Young. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I thought, you know, he was pretty decent, but I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, I think that Pettis is pro- Pettis and Wright are definitely the next guys that are, right. you know, have something to maybe, you know, invest in. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Casey Keese was good on the West, the intermediate kid. He got some, like, six and sevens and eights. Yeah. Uh, what about West you, Galdi? Rosina rode good on the East. Yeah, he did. For another young kid, yeah. Yeah, Wozina was on GDR, right? Last year, he was kind of a support guy. Off two, the years. Side. two years. Yeah, two, two years. years yeah. yeah. So, um, well, it looks like getting away from Digger, you know, allowed him to succeed. <laughs> <laughs> um, how old is Davey Fraser? Honestly, how old is Davey Fraser? Twenty-seven. That's it. Yeah. I feel like Davey Fraser should be thirty-five. I feel like I've been reading about Davey Fraser forever. <laughs> no. No, he's like twenty. Yeah, he's been around for a while. Okay. All right. Just checking. He's like the new fight on the East Coast too. They probably turned pro when they were like twelve. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. point. They all have, nobody yeah, racing. He's been he's been around for a long time. He had a good year though. He rode rode well yeah, all year. Ninth overall. Had, yeah, had a couple DNFs and and whatnot. But uh, for a guy that's been at it for like a super super long time, you'd think he'd be past his kind of prime years or, or whatever yeah. you want to call it. But um, yeah, he had his best season ever. Well, he's like Keith, just getting better and better. Yeah. Plus thirty class soon he will be so that's another <laughs> X in my coffin. <laughs> um, Hayden Halstead, this is so Canadian. Hayden Halstead drives MX one hundred one truck, uh, and then he got your a, new favorite fan. He loves Paul Mex show. I didn't know this, but but I love the fact that he drives the truck and he got eighth overall. That is so Canadian moto. <laughs> that is so Canadian moto. Yeah, I yeah. drive the truck and I race and I got eighth overall. So, you got to do what you got to do, man. No, I know. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, I know. It's great. Yeah. It's awesome. So, um, all right. Um, give me give me a 2017 early season prediction, both of you guys. I'm putting you on the spot here. Um, 2017 early season prediction. Galdi, go. Uh, MX1, well, now that I, we all sort of know that freaking uh, Davey Millsaps isn't coming back. I hate when we don't see a number one back. God, that bugs me. <laughs> Who cares? Wow, jeez. I never knew somebody could feel that strongly like about you it. You come up and steal the plate and you don't bring it back. Like, it just pisses me off. Um, <laughs> wow, jeez. Someone, uh, someone needs some. Uh, someone are we going needs... off of basically seeing everybody coming back except our Davy Millsaps? Goldie, I don't care. I just asked for a surprise. Just a sur- Okay. I, a prediction. Uh, a prediction, I mean. Sorry. A prediction. If Newt goes to Walton. That's that's your that's your prediction. <laughs> that was the weakest freaking prediction I've ever heard in my life, man. Just Pretty pick strong. the riders. Pick Pretty the strong. riders. Pick who's gonna um, win. I go for doing it that way. I'm going with my guy Fasciati. He'll rebound. Okay, all right. He's my rebound. MX one, MX two. Dylan Wright. Dylan Wright. What? Just Dylan Wright. The name or? No, he wins MX two. Oh, okay. All right. Um, yeah. Noof, go ahead. Well. I'll go with Matt Gerke. I don't mean who's going to win. I just want a prediction like anything. Oh. Anything. Like, oh. It didn't matter. Just something like, tell me what you think is going to happen. 
Like, okay, for example, let me walk you two guys through this. You just, the uh, CMRC yeah. is going to go back to Austin, Manitoba. Oh, I'm there. I am <laughs> there. I'm good in the sand. I predict they'll change the two-stroke rule again somehow. <laughs> Something. You must run stock I, bars. I predict <laughs> a, a docking. Yeah, see? I, I'll, my prediction was Wright or Pettis go to GDR. I think you can stamp that. Sorry, Dig- sorry, hot dog vendor. Digger is probably going to get one of those dudes. That's sort of that's sort of the stuff I'm talking about. Okay, okay. So if you say that, I say Moff goes to MX 101. Why didn't he go this year to MX 101? I don't know. I think he had the think option. That redemption yeah. deal came down early, like before. Oh yeah, before MX 101 guys uh, yeah. chased Pettis the last minute, right? Or like Dakota's pulled the plug or whatever. All right, uh, and Cade Clayson finishes top three in the series next year. He's coming back? I don't know. I just threw that out there. Yeah. Rumor is Redemption's going and racing in the States all summer. Yeah. Clayson was, Clayson was the only guy that was mad at me at the first round from our oh, preseason, yeah. Po- yeah. preseason podcast, and I didn't even say it. All he did, <laughs> I walked under the Redemption <laughs> tent to give, Moff, to give Moff his goggles, and he's standing over in the corner go. He's going like, really? A point stealer? That's all you can give me? And I'm like, I've never even met the guy before. I didn't even know what he looked like. I'm like, who's this guy yelling at me? <laughs> yeah, we always get, one of us gets in trouble for that thing. Usually one of you yeah. two. Oh, I got, I Jason Hughes was mad at me, but that was, our, yeah, that was our podcast, yeah. Well, if, if I mean, uh, Jason Hughes can feel, feel free to call me because his signing of Alessi and Freeze, I still was like, what? Why would you do that? I still don't agree, but whatever. Um. So, but so Galdi said that Clayson was a point stealer. Yeah, yes. yeah. He said he said that that Clayson will be good all year, but he'll just be a point stealer. <laughs> That's what. So like when somebody has a bad somebody has and a bad hey, moto, he'll just. What did he do this year? He stole some points. He got like a couple fourths and some motos. Uh, he stole points. He did. I was predicted perfectly. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's fine. I predict though that there will be my last prediction here. Okay. And there's gonna be Millsap saying it isn't coming back, obviously, but there'll be another big name semi, maybe not as big as David yeah. Millsap, but some kind of high profile guy that one of these teams maybe Jason Hughes is gonna you Jake know Weimer. lay yeah, it all on yeah. the line. Hey, there's a good lay one, it yeah. all on the line but... and take a big risk on somebody that comes up here and is gonna be pretty good. Um, that's not a bad one, Noof. Good job on that. And, yeah. and Weimer yeah. is not a bad name. Yeah, someone like no. that. Because there's a lot of dudes down here in the U.S. That, that do not have rides and would love to come up and try to make, win a couple hundred thousand dollars like David Millsap. Justin Bogle. I'd easy on that one, but yeah. Yeah? One of, something like those dudes, you know? So I, uh, That's a good prediction. I got one one that'll blow. Well, actually, no, you're going to agree with it. I predict that RJ's. And the Parts Canada Pro Open at Walton are scheduled the same Sunday next year. That would be a greasy move by Stally Brass. Surprised? <laughs> no. That'd be a greasy move. But the, yeah, I guess we'll see. I don't know. What do you think, Noof? You think that'll happen? I don't know. I'm, just, I, I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, <laughs> that's probably the dumbest thing I've ever heard on somebody's behalf. 
(laughs) (laughs) Why would anybody do that? Uh, Why would anybody do a lot of things in Canadian mode? Why would anybody take Walton off the pro national schedule? Why Why would would, they cut Stanley? How many times are you going to say why? Why why would someone just not give Danny Bro his long-time three-digit number because he wrote something poorly? About about the series, like seriously, there's just <laughs> vendetta after vendetta has been, you know, taken. So why not? Uh, um, all right, everybody. Well, uh, Atlas Brace, uh, Ryan Newf, Lockhart, uh, Walton, um, Walton, the third runner up at Walton. Yep. <laughs> second, second. Oh, I thought somebody class. beat you uh, also besides Keist. Well, he got no. fifth in the plus twenty-five class. Do you think, Noof, that Keist took out jumps in order to help himself out? <laughs> I'm not going down that road. I already got enough people mad at me, probably. Do you think that really happened? Should no, I, I don't his, think that happened. His... Okay. I don't whoa, think whoa, that whoa, happened. On, I think Noof. I don't. I don't think he took out jumps to do it. I love Keith, man. I'm. I'm glad that he beat me. But you, man, he was good at that track. And like, I can ride that track pretty good. But I don't know what the hell. Maybe you, I'm just getting old. And you were once think his mechanic. Better than I am. You were once I his know. mechanic. Yeah. I know. Right. He, I yeah. don't know. He rode pretty. He rode pretty good. But it is what it is. I just want to start working towards the next year. Yeah, absolutely. How's everything at Atlas Brace? Good. You guys doing Atlas well? Atlas is good. Yep. Atlas is good. We're busy, busy. So uh, New brace, kind of. You go. guys made some changes to the 17 brace. So 17 brace, there's some new uh, new updates and, and whatnot. And for those that don't know, Galdi works for Atlas Brace, too. I didn't know that. I do. Yeah, Galdi. I'm the social guru. Well, you should, I, we had Villapoto on the Pulp Show, and he was talking about Atlas Brace. There you and go. coffee. Buy a coffee in Washington and get a free brace. Yeah, and uh, guaranteed, guaranteedmx.com. They're guaranteed to talk shit on everybody, so go there. Guaranteed, <laughs> guaranteed to, uh, you know, run really good races at Amo. How's that? That's a good sell, I guess, yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Numbers speak for themselves. Thanks very much. I appreciate it. I'll continue our shit-talking of Noof on our group text. And, uh, and uh, yeah, we will um, we'll probably reconvene next year to do a, another prediction series. So uh, thanks, jerkies. Thanks, guys. I'll, I'll keep my fingers crossed and back on. Well, Kaylin and Tommy Frankie are nipping at your heels. Okay, <laughs> so. thanks. All right, see ya. Later. See ya, boys. Later. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Steve Mathis Show presented by Fox Racing. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and Magoo was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. 
I think yeah. he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? Right. They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home. And once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take the money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, like beating a dead horse, I mean, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Go circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. Been no problem. My my ego got in the way, you know. The O Show, Johnny Omar. Stuff that you could you sit there, you didn't even want to ride it. You just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. As the days go.